I'm Daniel Levine, and this is the Bio Report. Bernard Mueller was a successful businessman in the maritime and oil industry, but when he was diagnosed with the neurodegenerative disease ALS in 2010, he turned his entrepreneurial skills toward developing new therapies to treat the disease. Mueller co-founded the world's largest genetic research project for ALS, Project Mine, and launched Treeway, a biotech company developing new therapies for ALS. As the biotechnology industry organization kicks off its Bio 2015 International Convention in Philadelphia, June 15th, Mueller is a finalist as one of the organization's everyday superheroes in the pharma biotech category. We spoke to Mueller about his decision to launch Treeway, the active role he sees for patients, and why he thinks traditional approaches to drug development and clinical trial designs have not served ALS patients well. Bernard, thanks for joining us. Yeah, thank you. You're very welcome. Uh, we're going to talk about your efforts to combat ALS, but before we talk about that and the circumstances that led you there, perhaps we can start with the disease itself. I think people have a vague awareness that it involves something with dumping buckets of ice on your head these days, but for those listeners who may not be familiar with what ALS is, tell us what it is, how it manifests itself, and, and what's its progression in diagnosis? Well, uh, ALS is, a, is, a, is a, um, a disease that robs you from the ability to speak and to move slowly. It Normally, it starts in your uh, either in your hands or your feet, or it affects your speech. And uh, the diagnosis is terribly poor. I mean, uh, the forecast that normally you get from your... Uh, Neurologist is uh, is about uh, three to five years to live, and uh, and you end up almost completely paralyzed because the signals from your uh, nerve cells doesn't don't end up at your muscles anymore. So your muscles uh, are wasting uh, very slowly throughout the, the course of the disease. Well, how well understood is the cause of the disease, and, and what treatment options exist today? Well. That's even more poor. I mean, if you, if you look at the options you have with ALS, there are actually no options. There is a, there's one approved drug on the market that, uh, that uh, has been invented uh, already 20 years ago that only slows down the disease, according to the publications, with only three months. Uh, it's a very old drug, and, 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 and the people, well, the patients uh, throughout the world take it because there's nothing else, but uh, uh, there are actually no options. And also the cause of the disease and the, the disease itself, the, the cause is unknown. So it's a very terrible, complex disease where, uh, well, the scientists are still breaking their heads uh, upon the, the finding a cause. At the same time, you've said that the traditional approaches to drug development and clinical trials has not served ALS patients well. Why is that? 
Well, I think it, um, it, it has a couple of reasons. One is, of course, uh, lack of money. I mean, it, 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 uh, it's a disease that is called a rare disease, although it's not completely a rare disease if you look at the chance you have to develop ALS in, in, in your life is almost uh, similar to multiple sclerosis. Only the outlook for the disease is, that is much shorter. So at any time in, in, in time, uh, the number of patients are, are, are limited. And in early days, nowadays, there's, there's more focus on rare diseases from pharma, pharmacologic, pharma, from the pharmaceutical world and, and also from the biotech companies. But in the past 20 years, uh, that wasn't. So lucky for, for rare disease fields, there's now more focus and there's also more funding. And that's the, well, where the patient community last year were, of course, were very much surprised as anyone did with the social phenomenon like the ice bucket challenge. Uh, but if you, if you look into research funding uh, into a disease field, a hundred million is a lot of money. But we need a lot of we need a lot more. Well, you refer to yourself as a patient three What does that term mean to you? Well, patient three I mean, uh, if I look at myself, is 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 a is a patient. Normally, if 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 you look uh, back in time. When you were diagnosed with a rare disease, uh, normally you listen to your doctor and, and they said uh, what could be done or what, what can't be done. Um, and, and you seek uh, uh, contact with other patients just as, um, well, as fellow patients do, to seek support with each other. And if you look into the next generation of patients, uh, 2.0 is that patients took action uh, if you look into the HIV community in the in the, in the, in the early 90s, uh, they took more into their own hands and also in terms of funding. If you look into the cancer communities, uh, a lot of initiatives were taken to to, to get uh, uh, funding for their disease and give it to the researchers. And the third generation, what I advocate is, is of course, not only to, to do research and, and do fundraising, but also actually develop uh, our own drugs. Well, you know, it, it's quite remarkable someone given a devastating diagnosis. There, there are many ways you could have reacted. What do you think led you, particularly someone who spent a career in, in the maritime and oil industry, to take such an active role in developing a, a treatment for, the, for a disease? Well, it's it's a, it's a good question. I mean, I'm an entrepreneur uh, almost all my life since I was 20, and as an entrepreneur, uh, you, do, you you never take no for an answer. And I think uh, the the characteristic of uh, entrepreneurship uh, helped me uh, to 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 make this decision. Um, in my other business, uh, it, it's completely a different business, and I had no clue what drug development was. But I always believed if you're focused and passionate about the core, about what you drive, is that you can achieve uh, things. And, in, and I always say in business, it's about two, uh, three things. It's about money, people, and the circumstances. And money and people are mostly the same, although you need a different skill set. Uh, but uh, a dollar is a dollar, and, and the circumstances are always different. And if you can set those circumstances uh, to, towards 
if you, if you look into the sky, you set the stars, so to say, uh, you can achieve a lot more than only sit back and, and await what researchers are doing and take your destiny in your own well, before we talk about Treeway, the, the company you've launched to develop therapies for ALS, I thought maybe you could tell us a little about Project Mine, which is the largest genetic research project for ALS. What is it doing, and, and how far has that progressed? Yeah, well, that was my first, actually my first uh, project uh, after I was uh, I was diagnosed, and 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 the project itself it's about it's a it's a large gene hunt, and what I reckoned when I was uh, speaking to researchers, everyone was doing research throughout the world, but always uh, research projects in 200 patients, in 300 patients, in 100 patients. And I was talking to researchers, and, and, and they opened this large fridge, and there were 5,000 samples of patients inside this fridge. And I told them, uh, what are you going to do with these samples? And they say, nothing, we save them for later because it's too expensive. And what I then said is, well, we're not going to wait for later. We're going to do that now, and we're going to set up a project of 10,000 samples. That was the first initial idea. And they looked at me, and they thought I was crazy. I said, do you know what, do you know what this costs? And they said, yeah, I know what it costs. Because it, it, it's about $40 million. But, wow, that's never achievable. But when I was starting to, to, to learn about life science, I already knew that prices were declining of genome sequencing, and there were only three uh, companies in the world that were able to do such large quantities. So what I did, I jumped into a plane and, and visited all these three companies and, and learned what can be done. And that this was eventually evolved in, in Project Mind, what is now... Uh, it has evolved into 22,500 samples, uh, 15,000 patients and 7,500 controls because in research, uh, the control patient, well, not control patients, but the controls itself are as even important as the, the patient data. Um, so this is what I did and I, and I tried to combine and, and, and connect the dots within the research world and then spoke to research not only in my home country in the Netherlands, but also in the UK, Germany and the US and Australia. And it has evolved in, the, in, in a very large consortium, which is supported by now 15 countries and also uh, including all the uh, associations and foundations of the respective countries that are involved in ALS. Well, Treeway is not a typical biotech. How would you describe its approach, and, and how is that shaped by the difficulty in, in tackling ALS? Well, the, the Treeway as, as a company, because when I started Project Mind, I also was thinking, what are we going to do with the results of Project Mind? How are they going to be translated into real products? And, and, and I reckon, and I visited a dozen companies, and everyone was involved in single compounds and and they weren't really attractive to me as, as an entrepreneur, and they weren't really disease-driven. And this is what is characterized by Treeway, is that our focus is not, let's say, a technology or a compound, and we are looking to solve uh, five or ten diseases. No, we have a disease, and we are looking for technologies. And whatever that technology may be, as long as it is beneficial for the patients, and it can help accelerate therapies. 
Well, you've got a pipeline of drugs focused on immunology and inflammation. Well, let's start with your lead candidate, TW001, which has yeah. orphan drug designation. Where is it in the pipeline and, and what's known about it at this point? Well, the, 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 the drug itself is, is, is known already for a different indication in, 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 in Asia, and, and it has an effect on oxidative uh, stress. Uh, which is, um, well, already, it is recognized as one of the main drivers uh, within ALS as a general disease mechanism. And as long as you don't know the cause, uh, you will, you need to focus on general disease mechanisms. And w where we are now, I mean, um, we are just started last Monday, uh, we started our clinical program. Well, you've also announced a partnership with Unicure to develop gene therapy treatment for ALS. Where is this in the clinic, and, and do you think such an approach may ultimately lead to a cure? Uh, yes. Well, our our strategy is 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 based upon three steps. Um, if you look into to the disease itself, um, to find ultimately the cause and cure or make ALS a chronic disease. We still have to find out and do a lot of research, and 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 uh, but we at first need to start slowing down the disease. And if you look into our pipeline, the first product we just talked about is about slowing disease, uh, the disease a little bit. And if we look into the gene therapy itself, we are thinking that that it can slow down the disease significantly. And then we need to take on to the third step. Well, you're getting ready to kick off the True Way Summer Challenge. Can you explain what that is and what you hope will come of it? Well, I'm very excited. Yes, indeed. I mean, uh, within two weeks, we are uh, we are kicking off this uh, True Way Summer Challenge. It's uh, it's actually uh, an idea that I had already uh, quite a while back. Um, if you look into publications on on diseases, sometimes groups that are not generally involved in the disease are are, are are doing scientific research or, or uh, well, explorations, uh, so to say. Um, if you come not within the field, if you come from without, uh, of outside the field and have a fresh look, uh, you can gain a lot of insight in the disease. And the summer challenge, I always believe in young talent. So what we did is we recruited eight students and within 11 weeks, we're going to give these students a lot of clinical data. And we just say to them, and we give them software. We are sponsored by Bayer and other statistical software. We just say to them, give us new insights that are not there, that are not known yet, and that are, uh, let's say, have a fresh look at the data. And, and do you think ultimately we're, we're going to find that what we've been calling ALS is, is not a single disease, but you know, possibly caused by different genetic variations? Uh, well, I very much doubt that. I mean, if we look at the, to the genetics of ALS, uh, we are just starting to explore, and, and, and we already have almost 40 uh, genetic variations that are known um, that that can affect an, or, or, or ultimately cause uh, ALS. Um, but I think the data itself gives us new insights in how the progression will come. I mean, a tough understanding and a very thorough understanding of the disease progression will give us better clinical trial designs. And this is what we need in ALS. 
we don't need large phase three trials. We do need very well designed phase two trials that are based on and that are uh, focused on on efficacy, and and then move on, move onwards. If we look into the past twenty years in clinical uh, development in ALS, uh, well, you can see there are a lot of uh, flaws in the in the in the in the design of trials. Bernard Miller, CEO of Treeway and a Bio 2015 Biotech Everyday Superhero finalist in the biotech pharma category. Bernard, thanks so much for your time today. Okay, thank you very much. Nice talking to you. Thanks for listening. The Bio Report is a production of the Levine Media Group. To automatically download this podcast each week, Subscribe to our RSS feed or through iTunes or other podcast manager. To join our mailing list, go to levinemediagroup.com. We'd love to hear from you. If you want to drop us a line or are interested in sponsoring this podcast, send email to danny at levinemediagroup.com. Special thanks to Jonah Levine, who composed our theme music, and the Jonah Levine Collective, which performs it.